Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm really, really excited today to be talking to author Laura Corpino because her book is kind of insane, but kind of interesting. I'm I'm really interested in this. It's called The Lux Establishment's Sectors of Truth, which already kind of screams out really interesting and like, intriguing plot. Hi, Laura. How are you today? <laughs> Hello. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I'm I'm glad you're here. Honestly, it's really my pleasure because just a title alone, I think it's really interesting and fun. But let's talk about this book, The Lux Establishments. Before we get into it, how did this come about? Well, I know like a bunch of authors say the same thing, but it happened to me too. So I randomly like one night I had a dream and Ooh. like the entire <laughs> book came to me from like oh, start wow. to finish. And it was like I got interrupted a bit at the end because like my alarm started. <laughs> it's sounding and I was like oh my god no well how did the book end <laughs> and then like I got up and I started like writing quickly on a little notepad like the general okay. ideas and then uh-huh. after that I had to like make the plot actually function because you know how dreams are like a bunch of things randomly happen right yeah and you want to kind of connect it somehow yeah, yeah I couldn't just write it as I dreamt it so I had to write it down and that took like maybe a week or so to like get my thoughts grounded somebody that you knew or something kind of reached into your inner psyche and like want to get you to tell this story <laughs> it's like it was so rad I was like Laura you need to tell this story right now <laughs> I was like wait what do you mean <laughs> that is such a good like story to tell us that can you tell me what the the book is about okay so the book follows a 15 year old protagonist by the name of Amelia de Santos. And she's kind of like thrown into this kind of like a futuristic world in the near future. And she discovers that her memories have been partially wiped. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, this is what I mean by this book can be kind of insane, but in a good way, like really. Insane. Yeah, a good type of insane. Right. And uh, she wakes up and she's like, she only knows like partial details, who she is, who her parents are. Anything other than that, it's completely blank. That's gonna ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's thrown into this world filled with riches and power, and she kind of has to assimilate everything quickly. But a lot of things get thrown at her in the course of the story that her processing is very slow. I feel like if you tell me more than that, you'll be giving some stuff away, though. Cause that's yeah. like there's so many corners that you're gonna be turning with Amelia. Yeah, how for sure. was it writing this book once you started putting it all together? How was that? Well, I started writing this in my freshman year of high school. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's insane. That in so, itself is insane. But please tell me more. <laughs> okay, so, so I think it was like towards the end of December, early January, where I started writing this book. My school had this field trip to go see, if I'm not mistaken, we went to see The Lion King on Broadway. Okay. And I bought a book there, like this cute little pink book. I have it somewhere. I have it stored. And I just grabbed it and I started writing it. But since like, it was hard to juggle like writing a book and doing my work as well. I was like writing a chapter one week and then I didn't write for a month. And then I wrote another chapter that basically was continuous until 2020, the end of March. Mm -hmm. And I was able to write more because of that. 
the whole like quarantine kind of helped me to really hone in on my craft and start working more towards finishing the book. I definitely did not think of wanting to do anything like that when I was in high school. <laughs> I think I was I just was... playing around and doing stupid things instead of well, that's writing funny, a novel, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to do some stupid things too, but not really stupid. We're like just hanging out type of things. <laughs> well, I did stupid things. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you want to write a character setting around Amelia? Like what what is it about Amelia that drew you so much to wanting to be the main part of the book? I was, um, that's a really good question. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> I just felt like I usually don't format the characters beforehand. I kind of just like let them naturally progress. I know that's a bit counterintuitive because you could run into like a few plot holes. But mm-hmm. for me, it just helps them develop naturally. Like oh, having their own I- reaction to things. Like I don't pre-plan like certain traits like of course they have to play plan like certain traits if she's confident if she's like self-centered like certain things but other than that I kind of I kind of just try to let the character flow as I oh, write okay. it I try not to think too hard about it because I notice whenever I think too hard about a character and their traits I kind of started I start getting like stumped on it and I end up getting a bit of a writer's block and like they're developing which is kind of ironic right so it's more about the events surrounding them, and then the yeah, it's events, events surrounding them. To life, right? But yet, is there another character that you really enjoyed writing about in this book? Actually, yes. There's another character, and I guess you could call her a side character, but she's vital to the story as well. Oh. But I don't, I don't want to tell you too much. But her name is Rose. Okay, she's kind of like her um, Amelia's assistant. Oh, okay. And she's uh, just to say, like, no spoiler. She's a very stoic character i love those i love how there's like a difference between them two and and you get to see kind of like the the friendship or relationship between them two how would you label this book is it more of like a fantasy adventure or is it more of a thriller adventure like what what would you label this book i was i was thinking about it because like it has certain elements of sci-fi but i wouldn't call it like a like a rigid sci-fi story it just has like certain elements to it so right. I'd call it mostly, given how fast-paced the book is, I'd call it like an action-adventure. Because like mm-hmm. Amelia gets thrown into a bunch of random situations. <laughs> <laughs> so are you done with the, the Lux establishments? Are you done with Amelia? Like, are you, is this part of a trilogy? or It is or part a of a trilogy. I'm not, I'm not like done with her. I have the first book done. I have part right, of the book that's established. Yeah. Part of the second book done. It's going to be a trilogy, so I'm nowhere near done with her as a character. I'm excited that you're continuing with the with Amelia and all the things that she has to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I like that it's a trilogy. Is that has it always been planned that way? Since the beginning, it was planned that way. Like I never understood how authors can plan it out so well then that's why I'm not an author that's why you guys are but this is so <laughs> intriguing what else can you tell me more about you as an author Laura I know this a bunch of authors will tell you that they have to plan every part of their book continuously I've seen like these huge boards of, of cardboard filled with a bunch of notes like right, right. this happens in the beginning this happens in the middle and this happens to the end and they stick with it I'm the complete opposite. I just can't (laughs) outline for the life of me. Like, I would try it. I started getting into writing around sixth grade. I started watching videos on YouTube, reading articles on, like, tips on how to craft, like, your first stories and whatnot. 
And I took on outlining. But as I was outlining, I realized that I would fall quicker into a writer's block than I would if I would just have like a brief outline mentally. So I found that a mental outline works a lot better for me than an actual rigidly written down outline. I don't know why. Right. It just It's just how my mind works. Right. I talked to another author and she said she would just write beginning to end without shifting back or without rereading certain parts. She just wanted to do beginning to end. And once she finished it entirely, that's when she goes back and even touch reread anything. Like, But she refused to reread. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. So I love hearing your process too. Yeah, (laughs) my process is a bit different because like I write on paper. Oh, wow. (laughs) And then I go to the computer and then basically my computer version is the second draft. So that's how I'm, yeah, Yeah. so I'm writing it, I'm reading it, I'm writing it on the computer and then I form like a whole different, I guess a whole different chapter really because it's so crazy because when I read back on my written stuff on paper and I read what's on the computer, it's like two different, two completely different chapters. (laughs) So how has it been since you published your first book? If I'm going to be honest with you, it's been kind of slow, like slower than I had like anticipated. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will say that. Yeah, it's not really a bad thing because I've been learning more of how the industry works, like a little bit at a time. And like, I remember in like back in April of 2022, that's when the book was released. And I was trying to get into contact with like indie bookstores and like Mm -hmm. my local libraries, but I just like couldn't get my foot in the door for some Mm -hmm. reason. They were at the time they were working with just traditionally published authors. So it was kind of like disencouraging to me uh, just a bit. But then I was like, it's okay. It's probably because it's not my time yet to step in. I am so glad that you're very positive about this. This is actually uh, like a long game. (laughs) That's what a lot of authors say. But I'm glad you're here with me. This is already so cool to get to know you, to get to know your book. Of course, get to know your trilogy. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. Because then I hope that this kind of spring much more popularity to to your work. What else can you tell me what people can expect from the Lux experiments besides besides the fun adventure of course like besides the pure entertainment of your book well they can expect a lot of moral questions throughout the journey you'll have um, a lot of uh, themes that roll across like why certain things function that way even though they shouldn't be that way it's a lot of questions arise throughout the story right. that it make you it would make you ponder why Amelia took that decision and what type of a person she really is. It has some sort of societal questions that at the end you could like start asking yourself and wondering why certain things are that way. I think young authors should get a lot more credit because (laughs) you guys aren't just writing about silly everyday things, which those are entertaining too. Yeah. You also write something that's a lot deeper and dealing with humanities and things like that. I think this is much more than just fun. This is this is something like young readers should also get their hands on. So thank you for writing something like this because I, I love it. I would really enjoy it. Since you've already written the second book, can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay. Without spoiling also, it, I guess. Without <laughs> spoiling it. Okay. Let me just say that Amelia truly begins to understand her position in the establishments 
and oh, why okay. she is the way she is. I like how you're giving me a little bit, but like it kind of opens a lot of doors to so many possibilities. Uh, yeah, this is, so, this is exciting. Do we get to see her her sidekick too in the second one? Oh yeah, she's like a she's a very important role. She takes a very important role in the in the second the second I book. Like that, that is awesome. So, what else can you tell me about you, Laura? Any other genres you kind of want to dabble with or anything? Actually, like that? yeah. Ooh. Actually, let me tell you something. It's kind of yes, exciting. Please. So do. recently, I opened a, a Wattpad account. Oh, nice! In in October, because here's a little back background story. So I went to this pharmacy with my mom. Let's say like beginning of September of 2022, okay. and then. Straight ahead of me, I see that a bunch of like Halloween decorations were all placed around the store. And then in the center, I see this really, really cute pink-haired witch. She's a um, Squishmallow, I think. Okay, yeah. And I see, and she's like surrounded with the other like uh, little cute little Squishmallows, like vampires, werewolves. That's cute. <laughs> and as soon as I saw that, that little... Which, I'll, like, the whole story came to me immediately. I felt so inspired because, like, I don't know if you know, but I freaking love Halloween. <laughs> I love fall. I love the whole autumn vibe. So as soon as I saw that little witch, I was like, I'm going to make a story for you. And that's when Wattpad came in? Yeah, that's when Wattpad came in. I ended up diving into, like, a fantasy adventure. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, right now it's available to read for free as I work through it. The first arc is complete as of writing, um, as of this interview. And then oh. I'm in the middle of the second arc, and it's all for free if you look up Roxy the Witch on Wattpad. They have the Kindle one, too. Kindle Vela, I think. Oh, yeah? They um, have Kindle yeah. Vela? Instead of Wattpad, a lot of people are shifting to Kindle Vela because you can get that if you have the Kindle app, period. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah, it's very, it's fairly new, maybe about ah. a year or two years old. Oh, that's probably why I haven't heard of it. But definitely, I would love to see your stuff on Kinovella if you're doing Wattpad. I think that'd be kind of cool, too. So oh, definitely. that's a really good tip. Yeah. Thank you. I should probably do that because like, I already have like about 30,000 words written of Roxy the Witch. So you make it sound so easy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations on that, though. Either with the Lux Experiments or the Witch Stories. This is getting to know you from the get-go of your writing career. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so the Lux Establishment is getting a full cover redesign. That's nice. It's going to be cool. fully illustrated by this amazing artist by the name of... Andreas Rocha. You can find him on Instagram at Andreas.rocha. And like it's gonna be stunning. His art is stunning. So I'm really excited. So hopefully that'll be out like sometime, maybe when this episode is out. Yeah, so it's completely different. And I'm really happy I can finally give the Lux establishments a cover it deserves instead of the the first one I have. I like Which is the nice, first one too, though. Yeah. It's nice, but I, I really wanted to give it like a full illustrated version. And finally, I was given the opportunity to work with him. And I know it's going to be stunning. Ah, well, congrats on that. I think that's exciting. Laura, where can we get the Lux establishments? Currently, it's available everywhere, really, like on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Uh, if you just do a quick Google search, you'll have a bunch of retailers as well as, uh, as well as indie bookstores that have it. How else can we get to know you, Laura? Well, um, I have um, my social media. Like, actually, let me tell you something. My <laughs> author account got suspended. 
Oh no! What? Why? Yeah, I have no idea. I've heard like random closure of things like that. Yeah, just, for like I was like, why? I had things. like yes, I had two point one k followers on there, and it took me like a year and a half to like gain some momentum on that page, and it just suddenly. Like one day, one random afternoon, it closed. It was like Instagram has on like the Amazon page or the Instagram page. Instagram. Oh, and they can it just said, they can just kick you out. It was like I don't know if someone reported my account or or something, but it was like your your Instagram has been suspended, and then it gives you like you have 180 days to review this decision. And I did. I sent them something, and then I got an email back, but. It was like the picture you sent in was inadequate, and then I sent them another picture, and then I didn't hear back from them. And now when I look for my account, it's like completely gone. Oh wow! But thankfully, I have a second account. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you make another one? <laughs> I did. I did. I made it uh, like a few weeks prior. Oh, okay, that's better. Yeah, I made it. It's called at softest lore. Nice and simple username. But I'm so surprised it closed your first one. That is so weird, especially it's a bookstagram. Yeah, I have not lost hope yet. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if you should just kind of cut ties because if people were following you before, they'll definitely follow you again because your work so far looks magnificent, looks really <laughs> intriguing. So thank you. Well, I want to say thank you, Laura, for coming by and talking to me today and telling me about your world and how you got around to writing each of your work in progress. This is so cool. Um, <laughs> any last minute thing you want to say before we go? Yes. One last minute thing. This is kind of a funny story, but I don't know how authors can juggle writing so many books at the same time right? because <laughs> I am not that, I am not that type of person. I have to focus on one book solely because uh-huh. like then all the ideas get jumbled. And I had originally before writing Roxy the Witch, I was writing a sci-fi adventure. Oh, oh wow. Titled okay. The Puzzle of Humanity. And how was that? It was fun. But the thing is, like, recently I was thinking about the book. Mm-hmm. And instead of just rereading it on my computer or just printing it out like a normal person, <laughs> I ended up going on Canva okay. and designing an entire full spread cover. Oh, okay. And I designed the entire interior design. And then I sent it over to Barnes & Noble Press to just get a a personal copy of the book instead Uh of just reading it. It, Just for me. It's not like I'm publishing it there. I only have nine chapters. But still, this is like (laughs) a start of something that will most likely be pretty amazing. You have to keep going with this. (laughs) So I have to reread it to see. Yeah, we need to keep up with you, Laura. I feel like (laughs) you're on this fast track train that full of like really great ideas and <laughs> yes a lot of ideas uh, but not enough time to write them down uh you'll you'll have time for now <laughs> 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 well i want to say thank you again and i'm i'm really intrigued by this world that you've created absolutely i will let you go and i hope you get to come back to talk yes, to us about the back. next i just work. love this yeah, thank you. I I can I feel like I can talk to you about your work way a lot more, but we always have just a little bit of time. But yeah. please come back when you when you do more of Roxy the Witch, you know, yes. or, or if Puzzle of Humanity like comes in full fruition here. So I will let you go and I'll talk to you again, Laura. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. 
please continue to support indie elders and indie bookstores. And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast, where just for a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships, and you can look at all the info about it, and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book and about her cats too. See you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.